Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, Iconic Army. Bora hey. All right, welcome back to part two of our Face album review. We are finally getting to talk about Set Me Free part two, which I've been dying to talk about, but yes. I feel like it's been out forever at this point. Yeah. So super excited to get into today's episode. Yeah, cannot wait. Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. (laughs) Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today we're going to be talking about the second half of Face. We're going to be talking about Alone and Set Me Free Part 2. And then we're going to be talking about the hidden track, Letter. Yeah. Oh, we are so excited to talk about the rest of Park Jimin's solo debut album. But before we get into it, we do want to say thanks, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support, especially your support on Patreon. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our docs, our virtual Iconic Hangouts and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Okay, let's get into Alone, where we left off with like crazy where Mm -hmm. at the ending quote of like crazy was being worried about being alone here Mm -hmm. and then the next song that jimin delivers us is alone alone yeah uh Genius. Genius. So talking about how it was written and produced by P-Dog, Jimin, Ghost Loop, and Evan. And at the beginning of the song, we hear an alarm clock. But then kind of throughout the song itself, the percussion kind of sounds like a clock ticking. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of feel like the amount of time that you are spending here alone. There's also just a gorgeous piano throughout this song. And the instrumental itself is very ambient. It fills the space in such a nice peaceful full way Mm -hmm. I feel like Jimin's melody that he carries throughout is unexpected it's beautiful but it's not similar to anything that we've ever heard before it's very distinct and it it keeps the song from feeling like 
too sad, even though, you know, like the title of alone may evoke the feelings of being sad at the same time. And that song itself is a bit of a slower pace, but Mm -hmm. the melody kind of brings a bit of a brightness to it. And I feel like this song, it reminds me of Promise a little bit in regards to his vocals, just because it's a little softer and it's, we don't have much from Jimin prior to this album. We have like promise and Christmas love you know Mm -hmm. so we don't have too much to compare or too much to know what to expect as far as his style so getting face off or like like crazy you know we may not have been like especially face off not expecting or set me free coming up later not expecting that but Mm -hmm. alone is kind of like the a similar style to his vocal style that we've heard from him in the past yeah I think vocal style is the really what you're what you're getting at with promise because I feel like what, what you were saying about the melody being unexpected I do feel that alone really stands by itself oh yeah in like haven't heard this quite from Jimin before and it really stands out on the album but also with its slower pace it isn't necessarily sad it has like this hopeful undertone to it while also giving those evoked those emotions of feeling sadness or feeling yeah. loneliness. Yeah, because I feel like the way that he's bringing that through gives it like a comforting feeling and yeah. comforting in a way and it feels like we're in this loneliness together yeah. and that's like that that bit of hopefulness that we hear coming through in his vocals. Mm-hmm. So very unique, I think, like very special yeah. in that delivery. Yeah. yeah. It's also too beautiful of a song mm-hmm. to be sad, mm-hmm. honestly. I yeah. agree. I think it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get into the lyrics of this song. In the first verse, he's really talking about like feeling scared in front of people smiling back at him. So we really felt like this could be him after the pandemic, like returning to the stage and maybe feeling stage fright again. You know, that really starts to go away after exposure. But after so much time has passed since he's been in front of a crowd, Mm -hmm. feeling a little bit of that stage fright again. But also, it just seems like so much time has passed and that he feels he's changed. And he's kind of questioning whether or not the crowd is smiling at his performance or smiling at who he really is, Mm -hmm. you know. Maybe he feels a little less authentic on stage, so then it feels a little a little strange. He feels a little scared at what's smiling back at him. Right. Because Um, he's like the me of now has lost the way. Like if you're smiling at him, he doesn't feel like it's actually him. Like that's what the point that to me really speaks to like the worries of inauthenticity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Though I tried to run away. The me of now has lost the way. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the pre-chorus, he's really talking and questioning about what he's doing now. In Like Crazy, he is going out and partying and kind of coping with what he's experiencing through letting loose in a party lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And in this song, he's in the pre-chorus, he's talking about how he can't remember anything because mm-hmm. of being drunk. And he doesn't really have an answer to what he's doing or how he's spending his time. And he talks about that he's just pretending to be okay. And to me, this is really... Really pointing that he's feeling aimless and stagnant um, and but like he's realizing everyone else is going through the same thing he says like why am I the only one like this no everyone is like this yeah. and uh, like to speak to what we were saying in part one this is very pandemic-y everyone mm-hmm. is stuck in this at the time right you know of not being able to progress or do anything because the pandemic has put life on hold yeah um, during that time and I do think that I want to point out where he says that he's pathetic for 
for acting like he's okay. Mm -hmm. He knows that it's not good to hide when you're struggling. And, you know, he does not think that that's a good quality to have hidden that. But Jimin is always like that person to support his other members Mm -hmm. and hide what he's going through to just be that, that love and support for others. Yeah, and I think that's also what he means by saying, like, why am I like this? No, everyone is like this. I feel like a lot of people will do this, like to pretend to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting that he calls himself pathetic for this because we heard him call himself pathetic too in Face Off. Yeah. Second time he said this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Feeling pathetic. Yeah. For being f- deceived and then also feeling pathetic for hiding his emotions. Right. These are definitely things, feelings that he wants to overcome. Right. You know, he doesn't, he's noticing that he feels this way and he doesn't like it and he wants to change in order to not see that in himself anymore. Right. That's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 So in the chorus, he really hits on saying, you know, the same day all over again, how long do I have to endure this for? Mindlessly alone, I pace my room with lights turned on. He says that he, though I used to say it's okay, I feel like I'm gradually losing myself. So again, very pandemic-y, feeling like the days are all the same, feeling the monotony of the pandemic, wondering if it'll ever end, if he'll ever go back to a normal life. Um, also, the the lyrics of pacing his room reminds me so much of Fly to My Room, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the song that him and Young and um, gosh, yeah. it's been a while since I've listened to Fly to My Room. Right. But, you know, like he was on that song. So I just feel like a strong connection and call back to like this emotion of pacing his own room. Like he surely has been in his room and thought a lot about the loneliness and the monotony of his everyday life mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yeah. And at least here in the chorus too, he's like finally being honest with himself that he's not okay Yeah, and that he is losing himself instead of just trying to hide it. Yeah, like he really is acknowledging his emotions, like the the truths now. He's really facing the truths. Yeah. 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 And so in the Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but which is a lonely place to be. Yeah. To face the truth just like outside of the context of like the truth of the pandemic and you know where he was at when he was writing the song, but to face the truth of like the situation that he's been in or Mm -hmm. like what he's trying to escape with like crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. the face off that he's going through. Um, man, to face that truth is a lonely place to be. Yes. Like I just feel like we've been talking a lot about how this album has a lot of cohesiveness and it tells a story. All of the songs are so different. And for this to be the latter half of the album, this is a this is a hard place for him to be. This is where the the truths come out. This mm-hmm. is where the anger, the rage isn't there as right. much anymore. He's he's gotten to express the rage. He's gotten to break free and just enjoy getting away from it for a while. And now he's he's sitting in the truths. He's sitting with his thoughts mm. um, in this song. Reality is setting in. Reality is really setting in. So in the post chorus. It's really him trying to comfort himself and saying that he's like miserable right now, but that's going to be all right eventually. Like he, this is where the song has this little glimmer of hope Mm -hmm. that like, even though he's feeling so miserable and he's facing these truths of like, I hide my true emotion. I really need to feel my own emotion. You know, now he's saying like, it's, it will get better. It can get better. And in the lyrics too, here at the post chorus, he says, make it right it's gonna be all right mm-hmm. and we've talked about too how there's so many callbacks in his lyrics to bts songs and he's always forever representing bts yes. and showing bts 
And it's just like, he's not even just like consistently using BTS lyrics in the songs. He's straight up using title names of their songs, like Mm -hmm. Save Me, Butterfly, Make Make It It Right. Right. Like, no doubt there are these BTS references in his Mm -hmm. lyrics. And like iconic songs. Right. Iconic songs that we feel like are so BTS through and through, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, What gets me about this post-chorus this is like what you said the first like glimmer of hope in the song right Mm -hmm. and then this refrain echoes it and we wouldn't have even realized that this refrain says what it says had we not looked at the lyrics because when you listen to the song it sounds like la 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 it sounds like laughter it sounds like laughter but it's saying lie Lie, 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 which is another BTS song. It's Jimin's, his solo. It's his song, first solo song. It's his first solo song, Lie, where he talks about being caught in a lie mm-hmm. and being unable to escape this, both this external and internal conflict that's happening. Yeah. And so that song in particular being called back here at this point and also this lie, the way it sounds, it sounds so mocking it's reminding me of the creepy calliope mm-hmm. mocking kind of circus it sounds like it's, a clown laughing it at sounds you like laughter, laughter and, and, and it's not him i'm pretty sure it's not him it's like uh, like other choral or like just other vocals yeah. going lie 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 you yeah. know it sounds like very creepy calliope mm-hmm. um but also like i really i think it's supposed to sound like laughter yeah you it know? sounds and like so it's laughing at him he is trying to comfort himself and like it will get better. He's thinking that to himself, I'm going to make it right. It's going to get better. And then it's almost like that little piece of doubt in your mind, mm-hmm. that little negative part of your mind. That's like, lie, lie, lie. like, no, laughing like at how him. dare, like, that's so funny that mm-hmm. you would, you would think that it would get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Oof. yeah. Going that crazy. Whole part, trapped I, that in that it refrain too. is so multifaceted. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, full circle here. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's also seven lies. Is it really? Mm hmm. Park Jimin. (laughs) I know. Genius. Like, really, we've talked so much about just like the attention to detail that he's had. We're like, this is like J Hope level of attention to detail. Yeah. 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 Everything has meaning. Everything Everything has meaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, in the second verse, he's saying, like, even if I try to make believable excuses again, even if I try to close your eyes and turn away, that it's already broken and it can't be reversed. So it feels very like he's saying after the pandemic, things are just never going to be the same. Like, this can't be reversed. Like, it's not it's not temporary. You know, I also think about just like everything that BTS and he had to go through during the pandemic. Like, they're thinking, oh, my God, it'll be better once it's over. But the truth is, is like everything that's happened has happened Mm -hmm. and it's forever change the outcome of what our future will be yeah it has that's a harsh truth it's a harsh truth and it has really affected them like this is something that we were reflecting on so much throughout research was now that we're getting a you know a fourth members or third members perspective of Mm -hmm. this like Jimin's perspective after getting a little bit of vibes from J-Hope a little bit of vibes from RM from their albums it really it has like the pandemic and what BTS went through as a group Mm -hmm. the changes that they had to make the feeling like they lost control over their career path at that time has done like irreparable damage to their career and to like who they are and how who what they know about themselves Mm -hmm. and like I think that the song really highlights that struggle and how alone they feel in that you Mm -hmm. know 
man. Yeah. Oh gosh. Like absolutely like cannot, cannot be reversed. Cannot go back to the way things were Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so, so scary, but what can you do but to keep moving forward? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Set me free. Set me free. (laughs) Hell yeah. Let's talk about set me free. So Jimin, actually, we're so proud to say that our very own Network Consequence had the exclusive interview Mm -hmm. to Set Me Free when it came out. Jimin spoke directly with Mary Siraki about Set Me Free Part Mm 2 over Zoom, which is so awesome. Yeah. So we got to look at this interview, and Jimin had a lot to say about Set Me Free. He said that when the song was made, he felt really attached to it, and we found out that he actually went to the U.S. for the recording of the choir vocals to that be is there. So neat. I know. I mean, he just must have loved it. And of course, he needed to be there, the attention de- to detail, mm-hmm. to make sure that it turned out as he was thinking. How he envisions it. And envisioning, yeah. totally. He just said that listening to the choir right there was truly amazing, and that is just a, a really great memory. Mm-hmm. He did give us a little bit of light on the title, because it be, it's being Set Me Free Part 2, Obviously, ARMY is connecting it to Set Me Free, Yoongi's song on D2. And he said that there isn't like a specific connection. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't planned out ahead of time to have this part one, part two. However, just because the songs thematically talk about similar things, they just felt like it fit. So Jimin decided to use Set Me Free, part two. Yeah, and it's very fitting. And I'm glad he went with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the thing that he kind of ended the interview was that he just didn't want to be an embarrassment to BTS for, you know, with his album and that he wants to make his members proud with his music. And I mean, I know that he felt that way because Set Me Free was the first song to come out, you know, Mm -hmm. the pre-release track. He had no idea how the album as a whole would be received, but wow, like, holy shit, this album is incredible. It's like, so incredible. You could never embarrass anyone with yeah, it. Yeah, like, he should just listen to Face Off and know for a fact that, like, he could never be an embarrassment or a letdown with that song alone. Yeah. You know, he could have come out with just that song, and I would be, like, pleased <laughs> over the moon, right? But no, it, and for him to be saying that specifically for Set Me Free Part 2, because it is such an intense song, yeah. you know, it is, like, for me, it is up there with some of... BTS's best hype tracks oh, yeah. on Idol. I yeah. mean, it, it's up there with it. So yeah. it's just, you know, in the fact that this is his song is mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the power. He could never be an embarrassment. No. Like, it's so silly to think that he, he thought that, yeah. you know? Yeah. <sighs> So, Semi Free Part 2, we do have to talk a little bit about our initial thoughts and just kind of the initial reception and also criticism that came from some armies and media when this song came out because it is quite different from, I think, what maybe we've heard before yeah. or had expected from and I, Jimin. First, like, I think we should think about the context. Like, this was the pre-release track. We didn't know the we rest didn't have of the, the album. album. We had no idea what right. else was on here or how well this song fits into the album, yeah. too. Yeah. So what we've seen, the song has been received so well overall, but there were some common critiques that we saw as well, and specifically more so related to the auto-tune and distorted voice that is used in the song. So, for example, in kpopreview.com, 
asserts that the autotune sours the song, stating that although they're, quote, trying to keep the intensity and suspenseful tone, it just doesn't sound good. So that's kind of like the general negative critique that we've seen about the autotune, that it kind of distracts and distracts from the song itself. But we really don't hold this opinion no, about it. No, we don't. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I would say, like, the second verse autotune, where it's, like, heavily distorted, mm-hmm. we fucking loved it from, yeah. like, the second we heard it. Like, it, t- like, immediately reminded me of, like, the bridge that Yoongi does in mm-hmm. Shadow, mm-hmm. like, where it's so distorted, and we were always like, wow, that's so experimental. Yeah. Like, love that so much. Like, this is Jimin doing that here. Like, I love that experimental and chaotic dip into autotune to, like, use it to add to, right. like, the chaos of the song. Like, it totally I like, adds to the chaos of yeah. the song, and it very much gives me, like, the same use of autotune that Suga used in Shadow. Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly what he's doing here. And so, I just have to kind of speak from my chest here mm-hmm. because I gotta be honest <laughs> first time I listened to set me free part two I from the teaser was like oh yes this is it yeah this is the, like I'm gonna love this song so much I was already like just listening to the little bit of the teaser at the gym because I was like hitting it so hard at the gym just from the teaser you know <laughs> like I was like this is going to be my this is gonna be the best song it's gonna yeah. be a banger like I can feel the power I can feel how epic it is but once the actual song dropped I was like oh it comes out so strong mm. like it, it really doesn't it doesn't gradually bring you into it, man. It is like you hear that strong choral bit at the beginning and like they are like powerful harmonics going on that is just like you, almost kind of eerie in a way. Mm. Like it's, it, it makes you not uncomfortable, but mm. like it grasps your attention. It's just super attention. epic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you hear that auto-tune right at the beginning. And all I could keep thinking about was like, Supreme Boy worked on this song. Supreme Boy worked worked on this song, you know? So then I was like, I almost didn't think it was Jimin. Like, it was so... I just haven't heard this from Jimin before. So mm. it was so unexpected. I don't think I was ready for it at the time because I think my mind was just working so hard to wrap around what I was hearing. I mean, this is like first time listening through, you know, while also trying to take in like the choreo and the visuals and I'm like, what is happening, you know? But that auto-tune has so much purpose. And once the second verse hits, the second verse, the use of the auto-tune, it just like, it clicked for me. I'm like, oh yeah, like this song alludes to like almost like the rap verses that you get in a BTS song and because of just like the message of this song and the intensity of this song that auto-tune really adds to the edginess you know Mm -hmm. and that's that's what it's there for so I love it I live for it now yeah yeah I mean like the first time that I heard it I think just because we literally never hear Jimin in his lower register. Mm-hmm. We've never heard his lower register with autotune on it. And like the autotune at the beginning of the song is autotuned over like singing vocals, not like we're in the second verse. It's more like rhythmic and rap style almost. Mm-hmm. So it was just so different from anything we had ever heard mm-hmm. that I think it was very unexpected. And for me, even it was hard to like adjust to, it was literally like the first two lines of the song that mm-hmm. threw me off initially. Mm-hmm. But by the time the second verse hit, I was like, I fucking love this song. It um, made a lot of sense in the second verse. Right. Like once it, it totally, got there, it, it clicks. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But I think like the initial criticism of like feeling thrown off by it is so valid. Cause it just was unexpected. And now 
it doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't bother. Now I, I fucking love, love it. it. I, I live like, for it. Yes, Jemin. <laughs> yeah, like it, when the auto tune comes through is when it feels like I am just like being the most snarly, nasty when I'm like singing along to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it really adds to the edginess and just the the intensity of the emotion that he's portraying in this. Totally, song. Yeah. it just makes it so much more expressive. Oh yeah. Yeah. let's get into the song more itself like the production the vibe the of production it and yeah. Vibe. yeah so written and produced by ghost loop p-dog jimin and supreme boy we just thought it was really worth noting that supreme boy is on this song like he doesn't show up very often anymore in bts's music but i just go back to like hansan off of hope world love that song so mm-hmm. i just i do feel that like it's Sometimes refreshing a little bit to see Supreme Boy yeah. listed and you just know again. it's going to be a hype as fuck. It's going to be hype. Yeah, that's Powerful. that's what it is. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this song, like, really, it has these classical brass horns that are just so intense mm-hmm. and loud. I mean, they are striking just like that full choir is in the background. That that full choir is. Oh, it's like, it's haunting, it's mm. eerie, it's edgy. It, I just, mm. yeah, I love it. Yeah. I really love it. The choir, the way that they act in the song is almost like an instrument themselves. How uh-huh. much they contribute to the overall effect and the feeling that comes through. Mm-hmm. You know, it just makes it that much more epic. Mm-hmm. It makes it feel like R- Jimin is really surrounded by all of this, you mm-hmm. know, going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about his autotune vocals and like even the heavily distorted vocals. But also I love that it's cut and contrasted with like his pure bright fresh siren vocals at Mm -hmm. times too like we get that during the pre-chorus and the chorus where it's not auto-tuned it's just vocals the majority of the song is just vocals you know like it's hard not to because it's just so there's so much contrast once that auto-tune comes through Mm -hmm. um it's hard not for it to stand out right now but the majority the majority of the song is his pure vocals Mm -hmm. and like but like the auto-tune because it does have such an effect during the verses it just makes the pure vocals of the chorus and the pre-chorus hit so much harder as they like break through that auto-tune it's like a really stylistic representation of freedom I feel freedom yes like his pure vocals being freed here Uh from you know like this auto-tune over his voice oh yeah um maybe even the control over are we talking about the control voice here no ah and like, then he said he's being set free from the control Absolutely. over his voice like yeah. yes autotune it's perfect for this right um i also my only remaining critique of the song is that at the end of the song you can hear these his own background vocals where he is just doing runs all up and down singing set me free but he's running all over the scales mm-hmm. And they're beautiful and amazing, but they're very quiet in the background. Like, I feel like you have to really be listening for them to hear them. So I just wish they were pulled up a little bit more to, like, let that shine. Yeah. But, but that's typical for hidden vocals. Yeah. For I it mean, to be very quiet. We'll just listen yeah. to the hidden vocal track, you exactly. know? But, like, you just want to appreciate it. I just want to appreciate it more. But yeah. just that it's there, it's like, goddamn, Jim. And, like, it just, it didn't even have to be there to make the song so incredible. Mm-hmm. And when I, on, like, my 15th listen through, like heard those I was like oh my god Jimin like he's even doing that like every single element of this song is 
perfect, thought out, so phenomenal and purposeful. It's very purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. Even just that realization of like being contained or like restricted in that auto tune mm-hmm. and then being set free with the pure vocals. Like yeah. I, I feel like that's very intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. hadn't even thought about that before. But I yeah. hadn't either until just now. This is the yeah. beauty of talking with you about mm-hmm. these in, in an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to say... First time listening through, first couple times listening through, I'm like, it's going to grow on me. Like, I didn't fall in love with it right off right off the bat. I think it was just so different for me. I don't think I was ready for it necessarily. I had to adjust to it. And then I even got to a point where I was like, will it grow on me? You know, I'm just not too sure. I kind of struggled a little bit with the, the repetition of the chorus. But what ended up selling me on the chorus is that the second time they sing the chorus in a row... There's the choir that's added the oh 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 oh, and then I'm like oh that's you know that's what's changing it up that's what's making it a little bit different and you know it's not really dragging out the chorus too long right. it gives it just enough change up for me to be like oh yes and now I'm at the point of where like I'm obsessed with this song <laughs> like I I loud and proudly tweeted that Face Off was going to be my favorite song but listening to this album cohesively now. Whenever Set Me Free Part 2 comes on, it's the one that I'm belting the loudest. It's oh, yeah. the one I'm just like, I'm it's running on the treadmill the hardest to. Hell you yeah. Know? And now I'm like, damn, this song, Fake Loved Me. Like, <laughs> this is exactly what happened with me in Fake Love. Like, mm-hmm. I, to me, it's mind blowing that I ever was like, oh, I'm not too sure about Fake Love. Because yeah. like now Fake Love is one of my all time favorite songs. I think is one of BTS's best songs. Right. And that's totally how I'm feeling about Set Me Free Part 2. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. The song is powerful. It's dynamic. It's compelling. It's theatrical, like overall, just like yeah, obsessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is definitely like the climax of this album. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that you've gotten to this point. I'm so glad that it faked, fake loved you. It because, totally did. Like this song deserves it. And I, uh-huh. you know, I, by the next morning I was rabidly texting you about yeah. how much I was like obsessed with it and uh-huh. like just <laughs> off the deep end over this song. So I'm yeah. so glad that it grew on you to such a degree that now it's like your favorite it's on like the album. It's favorite on the album. I agree. It's hard to pick. When it comes on, it you have to belt it out. Oh yeah. It's a must. Like, it hits so fucking hard. Uh-huh. You have to sing along. It just, it's all consuming. Yeah. And you let it take over. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Oh. <laughs> this song is so good. It is. Um, okay, let's get into let's the lyrics. Let's get into the lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah. yeah. So, in the first verse, he ends up saying, I wander into a maze, Hennessy and night. So it makes us think a lot of love maze, the use of maze here, of course, in the context of BTS and their career. But the mention of Hennessy, which is an alcohol, makes us think of just like this maze that he's going through is like when he when he's drunk or when he's partying, you know, Mm -hmm. to get away from his troubles. He gets lost into the night. Right. Like crazy. Like crazy. But the the latter half of the first verse where he's saying like, I never stop again, repeat makes me think about that. He just never stops climbing and growing as an artist. Like even though he is wandering into this haze and like drowning himself mm-hmm. in his troubles at times, he's still continuing. He's not like finished. He's not burnt out. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm fucking going. I love the line. Fuck all your ops. Like this being the, 
pre-release track mm -hmm. that's the first fuck that he drops on this album that mm -hmm. we get to hear you know yeah. Army's brain collectively explodes right and he's just at the point now where he doesn't care about anyone's opposition to him that's mm -hmm. the ops you know like anyone who opposes him any opposing opinions opposing individuals mm -hmm. fuck them right the fuck Right. Literally. And I, I feel like that's the <laughs> mindset that he's going into when mm -hmm. making his first solo album, when he was creating Face. Like he's gone through all these emotions of the pandemic. Now he's realizing he's having to come out with a solo album and he's he's like, I'm like, fuck all of your oppositions. Yeah. Truly, like I'm going to do it. This is my time to yeah. do it how I want to use my music how yeah. I want to make my music and I feel like he's gone through his own internal process of like the insecurities of making his yeah. own music and of like how it will be received and worrying about like who's what people are going to say about it what they're going to think about it if they're going to like it whatever right. and at the end of the day he just had to say fuck it I'm just going to make what I want to make mm -hmm. and this is what this we is got it, yeah. I mean oh my god I love this attitude yes Jimin keep it amazing in the refrain he says that he's standing at the edge but he's not looking back and what I love is that it's not like he's like jumping off the edge diving off the edge mm -hmm. no he's flying away as a butterfly mm -hmm. you know fly away butterfly and of course this mention of butterfly takes us back to that BTS song original callback to BTS's origins mm -hmm. and their career and like butterfly being such a hopeful song too yeah. thinking that he, now he himself is being embodied by this butterfly um yeah. and it, feels... it's a symbol of growth to spreading mm -hmm. your your wings metamorphosis um, yeah like yeah. he's grown as an artist to this point yeah yeah oh my gosh yes yeah and now that he's grown to this point he feels free of people's criticisms and of yeah. their demands of him uh -huh. yeah I love that symbolism of he's not he's not just like jumping into an abyss he's he's flying he's flying off yeah yeah changed his... anew yeah yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah and then getting into even the pre-chorus, he has a line that is literally taken from On, where he says, going insane to stay sane, is the lyric from On Direct that, quote. that they say, that he mm -hmm. says in the chorus. Yeah. And we've talked about BTS being like stuck and trapped during the years between on and the chapter two announcement because of the pandemic, we've talked this entire episode about being stuck and trapped and like the demands that the company or whoever has on Jimin and mm -hmm. on BTS. And so like this going insane to stay sane, showing up again here feels like him declaring that he's been wanting to like be set free mm -hmm. from this stagnant moment since on. Right. Yeah. yeah, and and the song really is in the same music category as on. Oh yeah, um, we're not gonna be talking about the music video or the choreo or anything, but like the song has very the choreo has similar setups to on's mm -hmm. choreography in terms of like the backup dancers, mm -hmm. you know, and how they arrange themselves and make formations. Very similar to on. Also, like on yes was right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. I mean, it was actually right when the pandemic hit. Yeah. So so intentional that he's using that here. Yeah. Um, and for that song to be so declarative, and this song to be so declarative as yes, well. Yes, totally. Yeah. He also says, raise your hands for the past me. And to me, this feels like it has double meaning. Like, let's celebrate for the new him, but also have a point of pride for the past self, his past self that had to endure through so much. Yeah. And also is necessary for him to be where he is today. Right. 
Yeah. Right. I love the like the acknowledgement and like almost like the gratefulness, the honor to his past self for mm-hmm. having gotten through it. Like mm-hmm. when you get through a hard time, you should look back and mm-hmm. be able to like be proud of yourself for having gotten through that. And that's very much what this line feels like. Yeah. And then like the chorus comes in and the first line of the chorus where he says, now set me free. Like that line back to back with the raise your hands um, really feels like that being set free from his past there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that first real feeling of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just the, the repetition of the set me free is so critical because it really shows this like little bit of desperateness or pleading, but also just like this declarative mm-hmm. set me free too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's so <sighs> assertive how yeah. much it's repeated. It's like set me free. Yungi set me free. And that song, he was really like asking to be set free. He was mm-hmm. just asking like almost like the universe, not a specific person to be like set free from like this internal mental health yeah. struggles that he deals with. Yeah. But here in Jimin set me free. He is declaring, he is asserting, he is right. demanding here that he's set free. There's no asking tone no. about it. He is like, I am being set free. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I think the repetition is so crucial. You know, yeah. it makes it even more declarative yeah. you know, that he says it so many times, but also like it's also freeing mm-hmm. to say it so many times in yeah. a way. That's one of the things that uh-huh. I love so much about the song at this point is like, like, I mean, you mentioned like working out to it, like cardio. It's so freeing listening to that mm-hmm. over and over again. Or like in the car as you're raging to this song, mm-hmm. like you really do feel like you're being set free a little bit more every single time mm-hmm. that you hear the chorus the line in the chorus yeah yeah so getting into verse two a bit he mentions still being in a maze here but he says that he doesn't have any time to break soul which immediately made us think of like map of the soul seven Mm -hmm. but just the idea of breaking soul like he's not gonna break who he is like his own soul And the delivery here in verse two, though, is like the really chaotic, distorted voice, Mm -hmm. super angry, super rageful. And this feels like he's like spitting a rap. This is like your first thought, Bethany. Your first thought was like, did he rap in verse two? I feel like it's rapping. Yeah, it feels like rap. I feel like it's rapping. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should call it rap because especially in Face Off, it felt like he was rapping there, too. Yes. Yeah. Like... I did not know that Jimin had such this, like, love for these kind of, like, rap verses. Like, I am just so, like, this was so unexpected. I did not expect him to want this in his music, but clearly it speaks to him, these Mm -hmm. rap verses. Yeah. And so you really see it in Face Off, and especially with this second verse, I feel it's so intentional that it's also coming off as, like, this, like, rap spitting. Because he's talking about, like... You can't break my soul. You can't break who I am. Let me be me. Let me flow how I want to flow. Get the fuck out of my way. It's actually like right there in the verse where he says, let me flow. And then he transitions into like, hey, fool, just get out. Like where it gets to be that rap part, Mm -hmm. like after flowing. So that makes so much sense too. And I'm sorry, but that, that fool is whoever's hands have been involved in BTS's career like trying to have a say and haven't trying to have a say in who he is or what he needs to be and so yeah it just makes so much sense that like the second verse is delivered in this very like spitting nasty like seriously fuck you yeah um 
I have to do what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And now is the time to do it. Like, That's I right. love that he really is having this mindset going into his solo work. Totally. Totally. Yeah, he has so much emotion and packed in the song. Ugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it so much. You feel the anger here, but then you feel the like true sincerity of feeling set free oh, yeah. and relieved that he oh, gets yeah. to go on and make his own music. And you understand also why he needs to be mm-hmm. set free because like you feel that anger so much he needs to be set free from that yeah. you know um i and- can't believe i ever had any kind of critiques <laughs> or criticism first time listening through i can't believe myself same thing as fake love <laughs> like totally fake love to you i just love it so much okay. um and then like in the refrain he says it's begun my prime time like totally after he's set free now it is his fucking time Mm -hmm. and I love the way that he delivers that lyric too like his voice sounds incredible the tone Mm -hmm. phenomenal the tone yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it is his prime time Mm -hmm. and so he's he's ready to finally be free and so you see him being so confident here going into his solo work yeah yeah I really feel like this was an anthem and a powerful like hype confidence boosting song that he made for himself yeah going into creating his his album yeah and it makes sense as the pre-release track to like declare I'm being set free I'm going into my solo work Mm -hmm. and I also think it makes sense here's the last like song on the album of course there's the hidden track letter but this is the last song that you can see kind of being that last final statement that epic statement of here I am now from here on out now that I've released this I am set free from those grasps and those people that have had their their hands in it yeah Mm. Jimin Jimin incredible song part two oh yeah oh yeah All right, well, let's go ahead and get into the hidden track on the album, which is Letter. If you look, whenever you get your album, if you actually look in the booklet where it has all of the the lyrics and stuff, I was like, I wonder if it's in here. And it is, but it's like white on white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's really hard to see, but you can see where all of the production and lyrics are in the the album. So it was written and produced by P-Dog, Jimin, Ghost Loop, and Evan. This song is a soft acoustic song that has like light guitar plucking in it. It's gorgeous. It's like a a little bit like a love song. There's this like really soulful harmonica solo that happens towards the beginning of the song. Mm -hmm. But as the song goes on, it has so much build. Mm. It really starts off as this like really lovely acoustic song that turns more into like a ballad at the end with these strings that get added in. And then we also hear backup vocals, which are Jungkook's vocals. So we love seeing the the G-Cook partnership here. Yes. on the song but overall Jimin's vocals in this song are just so sweet and lovely and highly affectionate you can feel the pure affection mm-hmm. that he has when singing this song his voice is just so pretty yeah so so pretty yeah I was really surprised by this song like I did not expect the build that it had like when it came on I thought that it was pretty much going to be that vibe mm-hmm. the whole time I did not expect it to like have this like soft rock ballad like build mm-hmm. that just brought so much more emotion and like love and affection through from him like it just really felt like enveloping in his love that he's sharing mm-hmm. here in this letter yeah um, first time listening through yeah I was like yeah. oh did not expect it to build like that oh, yeah, yeah. definitely so I love 
the first verse. The first verse is just so endearing to me and it's so Jimin. Um, at the very beginning, he's saying like, how should I deliver this in a way? Like I, I can be clumsy with my words. It's so obvious, but I just need you to know that I don't want you, that what I have to say should not be taken lightly. I want you to hear it properly. So he's basically saying that like what he has to say in this song we need to be taking like he says it with the utmost sincerity and it just reminds me a lot of Jimin's letter that he wrote to J-Hope in Bon Voyage mm-hmm. um because at the beginning of that letter he even says like oh, I felt I feel a little awkward saying this yeah. like writing this letter and saying it out loud but he just wants us and BTS to know how much weight there is to his words in this song yeah And I just love how he primes the start of a song like this. Yeah, this is heartfelt and sincere, please It's very part Jimin. Yeah, very part Jimin. In the chorus, he talks about hoping that they are happier and, you know, just basically wishing them the best and promising that he'll now hold on to them when they're the ones who need to cry. And the chorus reminded me of promise like I feel like this song I brought up promise earlier mm-hmm. but I feel like this song could be like promise part two like yeah. the the one, oh reminded yeah. me of like yaksake oh like it just reminded me of the same vibe the guitar plucking is mm-hmm. very promise it's because um, it's very sweet yeah very, very sweet. sweet and yeah. to me it just makes me think of like this letter of being his promise to to them that he is going to be picking these people up when they're when they're crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the The very beginning of "I Hope You're Happier," mm-hmm. Jimin did say that this song is for Army, but I just feel like whenever we read these lyrics, it for me it felt more BTS. It, for me too. I it, mean, yeah. there was no doubt. It felt so much like he was just saying this to them. Yeah, like yeah. I kind of had said, like this line of "I hope you're happier" doesn't really sound like something he would say to ARMY, except for, like, maybe, like, he just wants ARMY to be happy, you know, even Mm -hmm. if they're not able to, like, put out music as BTS. But, like, to me, it just seems like they went through, as a group, they went through so much that it feels like he's saying this to his members. Like, I hope you're happier as we go into Chapter 2. Like, I hope this brings happier times than what we've gone through at the end of, like, all of this group effort yeah I hope it brings you what you're looking for yeah you know what we're all looking to hope and to get out of this time here Mm -hmm. for sure that's what that feels like yeah I can't imagine I I, like obviously you can feel like this is him to army you know Mm -hmm. but the fact that this track is is hidden it feels so much more intimate it feels so much more like his intended audience is much smaller and that he didn't have to share this on the album at all but Mm -hmm. the fact that he did I think is giving us that insight to what he is really honestly wanting to say that he can't say on like the part of the album album. that can be streamed on you know and put onto billboard you know and so we've never seen BTS outwardly speak directly about like issues and things like that Um, and here it's like Jimin is wanting to speak directly to his members in this way through song Mm -hmm. and like we know that they've communicated to each other through song before like they wrote outro tear about breaking up and then sat there and listened to it together and cried and decided Mm -hmm. to continue you know and this feels like like I can imagine Jimin playing this song for his members and them like sitting around and crying together you know and just thinking about like what they all have had together and all of their support and like 
the hope that yes, they will be able to like be happier here and like right. find some happiness separately mm-hmm. so that they can be together forever, forever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In the second verse, he says, will you still be the same? Even if some time has passed, just like when we first met, if we were together, even the desert could turn to sea. <sighs> like the desert turning to sea is just such a BTS army quote. I mean, we've held signs at concerts that have said that. And it's, I mean, it's even referencing like their first hidden track on Love Yourself, Her Sea. See? Yeah, where that oh, lyric yeah, comes which from. which was a hidden track. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just really, you feel like he's thinking about what's going to happen. Yeah. After solo work and enlistment, you know, is it going to be the same? Seems like it's almost like wishful thinking that they'll pick up right where they left off, just kind of like how they used to be. Yeah. He just wants it to be as incredible as it was at the start. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Which is, I think, what we all want. I think so, too. In the chorus where he says that it it feels like a warm spring day to him in the cold winter that you do. You know, you feel like a warm spring day to me in the winter and that he'll always cherish the fun moments between you and me. feels very much like he is speaking to his members and cherishing all of those memories. And it's wonderful to... Throughout all of this album, we've talked about that clearly there's been some turmoil in their career that they've had to deal with from all these controlling hands on them and Mm -hmm. them not being able to take their career where they want to. Mm -hmm. And that can lead to a very like negative memory of that time, of those people, of those events. But instead here, Jimin is like reminding himself and encouraging his members to cherish those moments to remember like all of the amazing things that they have to cherish as Mm -hmm. a group and all of what they they have together as individuals and as like real people who like love each other and who have like such interconnected lives like I think this is almost like that reminder to like not lose that in the midst of everything else that's that's Mm -hmm. affected them yeah yeah. I really I feel like I just feel the the pure honesty in this song. Like the emotions that he's expressing in this song. Like I don't want to cry, but like I just feel like I've I've had some of these same thoughts too, you yeah. know? Like I think a lot of armies have thought like what is it going to be like? Mm-hmm. What is it going to be like whenever they come back? Like will they come back? Will like what's it going to be like? What are they going to be? It's not, it's going to be different. It, yeah. I just feel like it's going to be different and there's worry and concern around it. And it does sound like they absolutely went through so much turmoil during the pandemic. And I feel like army even felt a little bit of it too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't get to see them for a while. We felt like some of their music was maybe a little bit different than what we're used to. And they maybe were feeling that. And then mm-hmm. for Jimin to just be putting it so beautifully in this letter to army and BTS that he's had these same feelings too, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I, I just, I love like feeling validated in that feeling and in that worry. But like, I think even this song confirms that like they, like they are together, mm-hmm. you know, and they will be together again, like as one, as a unit after enlistment and after this solo work, because they, they, it just feels like they just must yeah. in the, in the very last refrain, he's saying like, don't leave, just stay with me, which is almost making me think about like crazy again. Mm-hmm. But he said, I love, I love this line to you who saw me greater than my little self. And it just makes me think of like how much like support 
the members have given Jimin over the Mm -hmm. years and how much they have like believed in him and how much that has empowered him and how he just now wants to in turn be able to give them the confidence and to be able to give them the self-assurance that they that they have in him Um, he's sharing in this refrain that he's worried about what the future holds for him but he tells them don't forget to always say together that's the last line of the refrain and so it's just like reminding that they are always together as a unit that they'll stay together and i, I mean this was even confirmed on suchita today mm-hmm. when jimin went on yungi's show and they talked about being together again and like how old they want to be mm-hmm. you know like 80 years old still and like still just today talking about that goal mm-hmm. of being together that long and making music together that long yeah yeah mm. I know. I know you want to cry. I we cried. Cry. We seriously cried so hard yesterday yeah. listening to this song and like talking through these lyrics because we just we have felt it. We felt the worry. We felt the concern. Mm-hmm. And Jimin just loves his members so much and he wants them to remember all of the good that they have to share, you know, mm-hmm. and like it feels like he's kind of clinging to that hope. He is clinging to that hope. And I'm just, I'm hung up on the lyrics of Baby Don't Leave Me, Just Stay With Me. It makes me think of after they released like Love Yourself Tear and they had Outro Tear and how it was about their breakup. And then they had that, their Japanese comeback. And one of don't their songs was me. Don't Leave Me. Mm-hmm. And here he's saying like, don't leave me, just stay with me. And like saying like, stay with me so that I can deliver as much I received from you yeah. you know like it's it's really heartbreaking to me you know yeah. like it really does seem like he's clinging on like please don't forget to always say together never lose sight of that never lose sight of these memories mm-hmm. even though we're going through a really hard time or having to spend time apart like don't forget yeah yeah and I feel like I still have more more to say more to do mm-hmm. like you know ugh. and we still have you yeah. know and I feel like even like Jungkook singing background vocals on this song to me even further feels like this is a song for BTS like there are we're not touching really on the interpretations like of to army I think it's so obvious like how he could be singing this to army too oh yeah you know all throughout of like like army stay by my side and like we'll always be together and for sure but I think like Jungkook backing Jimin up on this song is like Jungkook also saying like I want to be together. I want to be right. Bangtan, you mm-hmm. know. I want to come back after enlistment. And I could just, again, like, think about the members hearing this song together, hearing both of them on this track, and, like, the impact that this song would have on on them. Mm-hmm. I think that they would feel that together as well. Like, I want so. to be together. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. It's gorgeous. It's lovely. I mean, it's it's everything that... We didn't expect to get because it was hidden here on this album. Mm-hmm. Set Me Free was so climactic and so declarative. And then we got this sweet little surprise letter. at the end. Yeah, sweet little letter. Wow. Wow. Park Jimin. Yeah. I'm, I mean. This I'm, album really has blown me away. Yeah. I'm almost kind of speechless. I am too. Yeah. I hate that we ended on this. I just want to cry. I know. Letter is very heartfelt and very emotional, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel that Jimin is wanting us to feel comforted by Letter Mm -hmm. instead of worried by Letter, you know? 
I just think it it's just his honest emotions. I think so too. And his truths. And you really feel like his he's putting his whole heart out there yeah. for for us and for BTS. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous and I'm so thankful yeah. for him and this incredible album. Yeah. Uh, truthfully, he ah uh, he has more than proven himself and I'm just so proud of him. Yeah. I like as a day one Park <laughs> Jimin stan. Jimin, when I saw him the first time seeing Blood, Sweat and Tears, I was like, uh huh, that's him. it. Him. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I feel like I have grown to know Jimin very intimately over all of these years of uh-huh. biasing him and just like particularly keeping track of him. Mm-hmm. And I have such a deep love for him. And I am just so proud of like all of what he has overcome, like mm-hmm. all of the security insecurities and the turmoil that he's overcome to get to this point yeah. and just the development of himself as an artist and as a musician of that he's really honed in on his personal music style. Mm-hmm. Um, I, gosh, I just, I cannot understate how proud of him I am. Yeah. I am so freaking proud of him. I think that this album is a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. His vocals no are... No skips. No skips. Literally no, no skips, skips on this album. And like when you get to Set Me Free Part 2 and then the English version of like Crazy Plays, it's like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to hear this song uh-huh. again. And then that song ends and then you're like, okay, I need Face Off now. Oh yeah. I mean, the song, the album itself is so incredible. The story from start to finish, the genius that he is able to bring us through mm-hmm. that whole story and all that range of emotions the range of music styles, the musicality that we got from him here. Oh my gosh. I mean, incredible. Incredible. I hope that he listens to this album and all of his self-doubts wash away. Yeah. Oh gosh. I hope he knows Uh how phenomenal this work of art is. This music is so great. It is definitely sustaining us here. This incredible music. Thank you so much, Park Jimin. Thank you, Park Jimin. Thank you all for being here for our album review. Stay tuned next week. We're going to be talking about the music videos and the choreography for Like Crazy and Set Me Free Part 2. Can't wait to dive into the analysis of the music videos, but also just like just fall in love over how great this choreography is. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Emily, Madison, Holly, and Sophia. Thank you guys so much. And also, please let us know what you thought about this part two of the album review and let us know your thoughts on these songs as well reach out to us on social media of course you can find links for all the things in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts